0: Welcome to Corks and Cowtown, where everything is popping. Grab your drinks. The show is about to begin. Well, howdy, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Corks and Cowtown. I am joined in studio today by someone who I haven't seen in a long time, but he potentially moonlights as a T-Rex and also a hawk. But more than that, the Texas law hawk, Brian Wilson.
1: How's everybody doing? I'm so happy
0: to have you. Oh,
1: I'm happy to be here. I'm glad
0: this got to, like, finally happen. I haven't seen you, I think, since COVID, Rona, Times, Halloween, at curfew.
1: What happened at curfew that was during COVID and Rona Times? What were we doing out?
0: I don't know. But I I think that that's whenever we we were out still. Because that's whenever they allowed the, like, if you had snacks that you could go out to a bar and the, like drink.
1: There's just so many... I think they had ri- chips. <laughs> there's so many ridiculous regulations. I mean, like, I'm glad because uh, one of my clients is, specializes in this type of exact studies, mm-hmm. of, like the way viruses spread throughout the world. And he's like, actually, we did... Oh, really? We, he's like, yeah, we did a pretty good job of like keeping it narrowed down.
0: Honestly, and interesting. So
1: I, I was impressed by that. I was like, oh, okay, good. Well, because uh, there was... People were annoyed on both sides, like... We're not doing enough or we're doing too much, but, uh, eh, overall, uh, most of us are still here. And
0: I feel like if a professional says that we did a decent job, I'm going to take that.
1: He, yeah. I mean, he was a, a student, but it was a doctorate program and oh, okay. you know, had a, a pretty good university. And, uh, he said we did, it could have been a lot worse is what he said. And, we, and I'm glad it was not. Yeah.
0: I mean, honestly, I kind of loved Rona times. Like, I felt like I was probably my most productive, fun self.
1: What do you you mean by productive or fun or productive fun? I mean,
0: both because I kind of like took a break from work in a sense. Like, obviously, I had a lot of clients that like weren't posting and whatnot. So I kind of like scaled back work wise and then it gave me time to do other things. Okay. You know what I mean?
1: I I mean, the courts for attorneys. uh, Yeah, what was that like? It was a weird thing. So, for cases where somebody was not in jail, we pretty much stayed the case for the most part. Okay. Uh, Meaning we didn't do anything on the case for a very long time. I mean, if somebody gets arrested, which happens a lot, even... Were they
0: still keeping people in jail here in Tarrant County? They would keep
1: people in jail, but we had to get them out. I mean, as best we could. And so, I'm not going to let one of my clients languish in jail, and nobody should do that. And so... uh, we would try to get him out, and sometimes that would require a plea. Sometimes it would require just filing a motion to say, "Look, it's it's Corona. We don't really feel like we should be forced to plea under these mm-hmm. circumstances. Like let's let him go at least until we actually get the case filed and we figure out what's going on with it."
0: Were you doing a lot but, of stuff over Zoom too?
1: Uh, a lot of stuff over Zoom. So one thing that was very beneficial, thank you, Coronavirus, is nowadays like you can do most things over Zoom. I would really wouldn't, I wouldn't still do, well certain types of hearings and my client's classes. Okay. So going to court and talking with prosecutors, I mean, they would have these weird whack-ass settings where we would try to, uh, zoom with a prosecutor. And if it was an actual thing where I'm negotiating with somebody, that's never going to work. Uh, or if it was something where we're sending emails back and forth, like what's the offer? And the, uh, the offer is this much. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. I'm not going to take that. <laughs> and so he, it's a lot easier to say no to an email than yeah. if you're standing in front of them and you can express everything about this, your client's story about what happened and here. And I get a lot of crazy cases. And so it's not something where it's like a very, very typical, Oh, uh, average ordinary case right here that we need an average ordinary. Usually some shit went down. And yeah. so that's something I need to be in person for. And so mm-hmm. I didn't even realize I missed it until they started opening up the courts and letting us back in and letting us go talk to prosecutors. And I figured out, oh, my God, this is extremely important. I mean, I knew it was important, and if you gave me a test that had that multiple (laughs) choice, I would have probably said, yeah, it's important. But it didn't realize it until I got back into court and started talking to them face-to-face. I'm like, holy shit, I'm really good at this. It's so much easier to deal with one of these cases if I'm talking to a person in person Mm -hmm. instead of, like, over email. So I'm very happy that happened, but I'm also happy that coronavirus uh, allowed one of the biggest things is just cla- they allow classes online. They used to make them do classes.
0: What type of classes?
1: I don't know, like if you're taking DWI classes or anger management classes or a variety. I'm I'm okay. very proactive on my cases. If my guy fucked up a little bit, then I'm probably gonna tell him to go take a few classes, mm-hmm. and uh, it just shows that you're they're being proactive and they recognize that it was kind of a fuck up.
0: Well, that's good. And
1: it gets us better deals, and it's usually something I tell them to do.
0: I mean, I feel like accountability is very big. Yeah. It should definitely <laughs> probably be one of the highlights whenever someone is,
1: I guess, yeah, well, I, I in mean, the legal they, system. Yeah, they they especially first-time offenders, uh-huh. and it was kind of like some emotions were high, and maybe, like, your car door got kicked a little bit and it was, but it was also because of like five other things that were going on in their life at Mm -hmm. the same time. That was a case. Okay. So Uh,
0: I guess we should say this real fast for anyone who doesn't know who you are is what type of law you practice.
1: So I do criminal defense Mm -hmm. and personal injury, but my favorite are criminal defense cases. I mean, I'll take personal injury. Absolutely. Or I'll find you somebody, but really just, if you have anything, just call me up and Uh, either me or somebody else will figure out a lawyer to help you out. I
0: know I've definitely messaged you for like, just be like, can you give me a good attorney for this or good attorney for this? And you always have the best people. So it's much appreciated.
1: Absolutely. Happy to help.
0: Yes. Um, What are the cases you get the most in Tarrant County?
1: Uh, I would say probably 85 to 90% of my cases are DWIs. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I love DWIs. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, I, they're they're shockingly complicated uh-huh. cases. There's a yeah. lot of law. I mean, it's because they are, out of all of the misdemeanors and even about half the felonies, DWIs are treated the like people get arrested for a DWI. It's, you have to deal with the worst type of shit out there. You can mm-hmm. get charged with a low-level drug case that's a felony, and it's just way more likely to get dismissed before really? A trial. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay,
0: why do you think that is? I, or is there like a legitimate would, reason why? I
1: was talking to my intern about that this morning is that I do, after all these years of practice and all these years of uh, interning and all these years of working for a criminal defense attorney and all these years of representing myself whenever I'd fuck up and do something stupid as a young, stupid kid, uh, like age, I don't know, 15 or 16 to 19, I still don't know why they are so obsessed with DWIs. And I'm sure you'll get callers and people being freaking out and saying like, oh, it's because this horrible thing happened to me. But, uh, you know, there's also aggravated assault, deadly weapon, like somebody's uh, pulling out a gun, which I think is way more dangerous than somebody having a few drinks. And it's not only that I don't think I think that there can be some danger with DWI, but I think they are way over prosecuted and. They are far too aggressive on DWIs all across the state of Texas. Uh, And the amount of consequences that happen to you, even when you're arrested, well before there's a plea or a trial where you're found guilty, the consequences that happen to you after getting pulled over and a cop in his own discretion because of the totality of the circumstances decides to take you to jail, it is a nightmare scenario. I mean, you got to hire an attorney. You got to bond out yourself. You got to bond your car out of car jail You've got to potentially have an interlock installed in your vehicle. You've got to face a potential administrative license suspension. And all of this is before you've even been to your first court date. Mm-hmm. And then you go to your first court date, and then we figure out which, what, which direction it's going to go.
0: Okay, so and- one of the things I guess I would counter that with, though, is obviously, Corks and Cowtown, we drink. But I'm very pro, like, take an Uber, take a Lyft, don't drink and drive. So why do you think that now there are all these opportunities for people not to drink and drive, and yet people are still doing it?
1: I think sometimes there are some borderline cases that get filed and aggressively prosecuted by uh, various counties, some worse than others, that should not be prosecuted. Um, Drinking and driving is not illegal. Driving while intoxicated is. So everyone thinks that, oh, you know, the, when you first hear that, you're like, oh, well, drinking and driving, I've always heard that is, But no, it's .08. Like you can't be intoxicated yeah. while you drive, right? It's .08 or not in control or not having your normal use, of your mental faculties or physical faculties. Um, I've got a trial on Monday that he's under, ga- willingly gave a breath sample under the limit, willingly gave a blood sample under the limit, no other drugs in the system, and they are still taking him to trial. Really? Absolutely.
0: And he was under everything?
1: Under on everything. I mean, .06 something... And then .058 on the... Are breast. they
0: wanting to... Like, what are they wanting to do? Like They're wanting to he, prosecute him. So, whenever you say prosecute, there hasn't been, like, this is what's going to happen they, yet. They've given
1: us offers. Okay. Which is a common thing that they'll give you, you know, oh, we'll give him a reduction. Yeah. We'll give him a reduction as long as it takes some kind of plea. And it's kind of like, no, fuck you. He didn't break the law. And so... Okay. the Of course, you're sitting there thinking, like, oh, yeah, obvious. You go to trial on that. But think about it from his perspective that he's already had to hire me for the initial that's
0: expensive.
1: Yeah. He said he already had to hire me uh, for that. And then when they didn't give us, you know, they didn't dismiss the case as they should have in the first place. Then we got to set it for trial. I've got to charge him another trial fee. Cause like most cases don't go to trial. I don't charge people extra for a trial. That's not going to happen, but this one is likely to go. And here we are, uh, to willingly given, not like you had to go get a warrant to go get his, sample and then it was under mm-hmm. it's willingly gave samples under the limit no other drugs that they can try to sneak and be like oh the uh 0.03 in the Adderall that person is definitely intoxicated no no it's just I, I didn't
0: had, even think about that
1: I had that happen it was really they dismissed it but it was it was, was it was a prescription prescribed Adderall
0: oh wow this, this is
1: a common thing that people don't know they think that it that the officers are going to do the right thing. And I think that they try to a lot of the time, but sometimes they think that somebody's intoxicated. They're not because they don't really know what their normal behavior is. Yeah. They don't know baseline. It's their first interaction with them. And they think that I'll just tell you this. Let me just give you a broad rule. If it is nighttime on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, uh, especially after midnight and you admit to drinking to the officer, you're taking a ride. I don't care if you pass the test. I, I mean, I just would be amazed. Now, granted, uh little by that is I obviously wouldn't have heard necessarily about the cases where they didn't get arrested, mm-hmm. but I've just noticed that I can sent, I can just see it and sense it on a video the second that somebody's going to jail. And it's nighttime, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, uh, especially if it's like past 10 and even more so if it's past two past two. Oh yeah. They smell alcohol and it doesn't matter if you do the test, don't do the test, admit to drinking, don't admit to drinking. If they smell alcohol, it's past 2 a.m. or really even past midnight on a Friday or Saturday, you're going to go to jail.
0: Is there body cam footage for DWI? There is. There is. Does that help or does it typically hurt? Or does it just depend on who it is?
1: It absolutely depends on the case. Okay. Um, There are some I've reviewed over the past couple of days where I wish the body cam had been malfunctioning.
0: (laughs) I (laughs) can imagine, yeah.
1: And there are other ones where the officers said it was malfunctioning or actually on one particular case, I had multiple officers say it was malfunctioning when it was extremely important and I really wanted it. Mm -hmm. Uh, That one was uh, back when Varsity was open and uh, the cops were just... Just beating the shit out of my clients. Just really. (laughs) Did you get
0: a lot from varsity?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they only imagine. And then as soon as they got done whipping their ass, they'd be like, oh, uh, public intoxication. Yeah. They just, you know, what sort of uh, danger was this person to themselves or others other than you were a danger to him? But like, what? That's a test on a public intoxication. That's another one that's kind of sneaky, especially around West 7th. Uh, if you have alcohol on your breath and you piss off a cop, it's very common that they'll take you to jail. Mm-hmm. And you know they're not going to perform any standardized field sobriety tests on you or anything like that, which you should never ever do under any circumstances anyway.
0: Oh, but, okay, so that's a good tip. So never agree to any type of test.
1: I, I'll just tell you. Or I mean, yeah, give us. It's the hard tests. for me to give you general rules on this because mm-hmm. DWIs are kind of complicated, but. What I would say is, if I were ever stopped and I was concerned at all, that I mean, hopefully this never happened. Hopefully, I know better and would never. I I just can't imagine me ever doing this unless, I don't know, uh, Muffins got hit by a car and I had to like get to the. Oh my gosh, don't even say that. I mean, it would never happen. But like, I had to get to the ER Mm -hmm. vet and I'd had a couple drinks or something. Like, like, I would do anything for, you know, my little dogs or Jet or. Anyway, but let's say it was an emergency situation, and I'd had a couple of drinks with dinner and had to drive. I just had okay.
0: to,
1: uh, and I get stopped. Um, what I would probably do? Um, you want to role play real yeah. quick? You think you can be the cop?
0: Oh no, I'm, gonna, I'm i would be such a bad cop.
1: Okay. I mean, I'll try. You want me to be the cop first, and then you be the cop afterwards?
0: Oh, I don't know. This—you right. uh, uh, tell me. Woo. I'll try. Wait, so you're the cop? Mm-hmm. I'm not good at role playing, uh,
1: ma'am. Uh, hold on, uh, I'm talking to you, ma'am. Uh, can I see your driver's license and insurance? Yes, officer. You were, uh, were kind of swerving back there a little bit, and uh, also you were going 46, and this is a 35. So uh, I know the signs just come out of nowhere, but anyway, I'm going to go ahead and need to see that uh, driver's license and insurance.
0: Do I hand it over?
1: Uh, yeah, yes, ma'am. I'm I'm the police. Yes. Look at me. Okay, oh, wait. All wait. Right.
0: I'm supposed to ask why you're pulling me over, right? okay j k no
1: we'll, we'll we'll get into that later okay. i'm I'm, okay. I'm in cop mode right now, okay. okay, okay, well, I smell a little bit of alcohol um, uh, so what bar are you coming from?
0: I just had dinner with some friends,
1: okay, uh, so how much were you drinking there?
0: um didn't really drink just maybe a sip or two,
1: okay, but you had some amount of alcohol. was it wine, beer, liquor, what was going on?
0: It was wine,
1: okay uh are you aware of how big was the glass you're drinking out of? Mm.
0: Not very big. It's I've seen a lot big. bigger.
1: Okay, but you said a couple glasses of wine. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and have well, you I sta- said a
0: couple sips.
1: Okay, but you were drinking, uh, and you know, I'm kind of concerned about that, plus the smell of alcohol, plus your glassy mm-hmm. red bloodshot eyes and slurred speech. I'm going to go ahead and have you step out of the car real quick. So step out of the car. Here's what I'm going to do. I just want to make sure that you're good to go home, okay? I just want to make sure that you are good to go home. And that's why we're going to do these standardized field sobriety tests. All right.
0: Do I have to do these
1: tests? uh, No, you don't have to, but you're leaving me with very few options at that point.
0: What are my other options?
1: Well, I mean, if you you don't do my tests, then I only have one other option.
0: I thought you said there were multiple other options. Yeah,
1: one option is doing the test. Okay. The other option is the other option. And it's when you leave me with no other option. Which is what? Which is we're going to have to take you to jail. Okay.
0: I don't feel like that's right.
1: So, I know. It's okay. Well, we're just going to make sure you're, you're good uh-huh. to drive, right? Do you not think you're okay to no, drive? No, I was doing okay. great until so you look came my, along. Just look at my pen real quick. We're just mm-hmm. going to look at my pen. Okay. Just follow the tip of it with your eyes and your eyes only. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> you failed it. Six out of six. Okay. And Now, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to do the walk and turn, okay? Uh, walk and turn is basically this test where you're going to put one, you put your right foot on this imaginary line. You don't know how wide it is. Can I take anything. my
0: shoes off if I'm in heels? You can do
1: whatever you want. I mean, your fate is already sealed at this point. So you're going to go ahead and take off your heels or don't take off your heels or stare at a line or imagine a line. It doesn't really matter. But you're going to put your right foot on the line. You're going to take your left foot. You're going to put your right foot in front of your left foot, heel to toe. You're going to listen to my instructions with your arms by your side. And do not move until I tell you to begin. You can take nine heel to toe steps. I'm just going to take three. You're going to take nine. And then on your last step, you're gonna keep your lead foot planted. You're gonna take a series of small steps, turn back this around. This is
0: like a dance class.
1: Come back. Do not stop. Keep your arms by your side. And uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't start the test. Okay. I know I was already suggesting that you should start the test with those long pauses I took, but don't start the test. What are you doing? Okay. You may begin the test.
0: Okay. And you so failed now. it.
1: Uh, six out of eight clues. Uh, Out of the 14 different instructions I just gave you. And lastly, you're going to stand on one leg. Also. uh, For how long? Well, we're going to, if you want the full instructions, uh, you're going to keep your hands by your side. Mm -hmm. You're going to keep both your feet. Together you're My gonna, feet
0: are together and I'm standing on one leg?
1: Mm, no, you're going to, you, well, just calm down. Well, let's, oh, okay. let's not I'm get just ahead asking, of ourselves, I don't, okay? I don't know what you mean. We're going to keep our hands by our sides. We're mm-hmm. going to raise one foot six inches off the ground, keeping our foot parallel to the ground. You're going to keep your eyes on your toe. You're going to count aloud 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, just as I counted, until I tell you to stop. Uh, if your foot touches the ground, bring it back up again and you may begin whenever you are ready.
0: Can you show me what six inches is?
1: I can. (laughs) (laughs) About five and a half. All right. (laughs) So anyway, and then you're going to, uh, fail that. It sounds very, first of all, it sounds complicated when you even say it out loud. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And all those things that they're doing, first of all, the, the eye test, those are the three tests. The eye test, the walk Mm -hmm. and turn, and the one-leg stand. The eye test is they're looking for nystagmus, which is where your eyes are bouncing on an involuntary basis. The smallest muscle in your body is the one that rotates your eyes laterally. And so what they're doing is they're saying that the introduction of a central nervous system depressant like alcohol is going to make them involuntarily bounce as they're either moving or staying over here and bouncing, or before 45 degrees they start bouncing. And so that's what they're testing for, three in each eye. Uh, But the problem with their theory is there are hundreds of causes of nystagmus. And a lot of my clients just have natural nystagmus when they come into my office. I Mm -hmm. mean, flashing lights, for example. Guess what's on every cop car out there? Flashing Mm -hmm. lights. And sometimes they're like, oh, turn off the rear-facing ones. I'm like, you don't think that reflects off of other things? And like flashing lights is a known obvious cause of it. So long story short, virtually everything every single police report is going to say six out of six clues, three in each eye, hundred percent failure rate.
0: Oh, ah, every single time. So they're going to okay. say,
1: they're going to say you failed that the walk in turn. It uh, depends on how shady or competent the officer is, but let's say he's like a good, fair, straight and narrow cop. Uh, he gives you all the instructions perfectly. Administers the test perfectly. He's giving you 14 different instructions. Yeah. And, There are two of them before you even start walking the line, staying in the test or staying in the uh, starting position and keeping your hands by your side, like not falling out of position. Mm -hmm. And then another one is starting too soon. And a a lot of times what they'll do is they'll kind of pause. They'll be like, you're going to take nine heel to toe steps. And people start stepping like, whoa, you're not supposed to start yet. Get back in the position.
0: So it's literally like.
1: You're going to fail them. You're going to fail them. Huh. Absolutely going to fail. Them. So they give you 14 different instructions. You're tested on eight that they don't tell you what they are. And it can be something, let's say somebody looks flawless. Okay. You know what they're going to say? It only takes two clues to fail you on that. Uh, and guess what's not going to be on the body worn camera is like, you know, whether you were a half inch away on your heel to toe or whether your arms raised more than six inches away from your body. Mm-hmm. Literally nobody knows. And can we go ahead and point out, real quick on both the walk and turn and the one leg stand. Both of them involve balance. I have bad uh, balance when I'm sober. Absolutely. I mean, every, and this is not just walking a line or standing on one foot. Yeah. You, you realize that they are saying in those instructions to keep your arms by your side. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, ever since playground days when you're in kindergarten, balanced with your arms by your side? No. You do this.
0: That's what it you're is are like a natu- It's yeah. a
1: natural human instinct. I mean, kids do it gymnasts do it when we were cavemen and women we did it it's natural and so what do they do they take that away and all Mm -hmm. of a sudden it becomes a lot harder and you're doing stuff that the cop looks flawless because he's administered this test hundreds or thousands of times Mm -hmm. and so he looks great when he does his three steps and turns around or when he holds his foot for three or four seconds and puts it back down and then somebody else is like like kind of struggling a little bit and it looks bad, and uh, it's something that's kind of hard to convince. At least a prosecutor, they're like, "Uh, well, uh, I didn't look at the video, but it says that he failed the HGN and the walk and turn, and he also failed the one leg stand.
0: So I love the he prosecutor failed all voice. three. He
1: failed all three tests. So <laughs> he's, he's guilty of DWI. and it's just like, good God.
0: Okay, so would you think that there needs to be like?" Would it be like reform in these tests and that they should here's be what, redone? Or like what is the solution?
1: The It's hard to say, but I think the most immediate and obvious solution is maybe just tell them what you're testing them on. Okay. Maybe tell them the clues that you're looking for. Like, okay, uh, I went through those instructions ridiculously fast, but I'm going to let you know, the, here's a sheet of clues that I'm looking for mm-hmm. if you get Two out of eight clues, I'm gonna fail you.
0: Well, why if wouldn't you, they just say something like, I'll let you know when to start?
1: No, I mean like they tell even. you when to start. They oh, just okay. do kind of like little shady, little things. shady and if, things. And also it. like while somebody is doing the test, they'll if they look like they're doing really well, they'll start interrupting them. I mean like, oh, oh, you need to keep your you need to keep your eyes on your toes. I mean, they'll just do all kinds of little shady things. But the most important one that I think would be a lot more fair to people. Is if you told them like what we are looking for? Okay. Here's they hand them a sheet for after they inevitably arrest people for a DWI. Mm-hmm. They hand them a sheet and then they start talking to them about their license. There's another there's your DWI case for a criminal case that you got to deal with, but also you have to deal with an administrative license revocation, the potential additional license suspension because okay whenever you're filling out to get your driver's license initially apparently you check box something and it said you agreed that if you get arrested for a DWI you're going to give a sample or your license is suspended and if you give a sample Wait, you do it's over. it's, it's
0: I was gonna say I was like I'm I don't t- remember ever I'm, seeing that
1: I know nobody does <laughs> um but just just know the correct answer is not opening would you like to play the cop now and see I mean what, I don't know see what I would do
0: well okay so I'm the cop that pulled you over yeah I mean I've never pulled someone over so I have no idea
1: okay well, okay I'll just tell you. I can- so I,
0: I pull you over and I say, um, you know, it seems like you're going a little fast back there and you might have swerved a little bit. Do you want to tell me if you've been drinking tonight? Sir, are you able to talk? Sir, I'm going to need you to say something. Can you tell me your name? Sir, what are you reaching for? So you would really just go silent?
1: I would not say a single word. I wouldn't even open my mouth. I would hand him. you need to tell them your name, date of birth, and address. I'd probably already have that. I didn't have my wallet on me. It's down there somewhere. <laughs> I would have my driver's license out. I would hand it to him, that and my insurance right away. And I, would okay. not, I wouldn't even open my mouth. Because if you open your mouth, they could be like, well, he slurred his words. And I also smelled alcohol on his breath. And uh, then he made the following damaging statements. That he was coming from... So,
0: then what does the cop do if you just, like, hand him stuff and just say nothing?
1: Eventually get frustrated and arrest you without probable cause. Oh. I mean...
0: So, then that's easier to... Is that easier to drop than a DWI?
1: I mean, I'm just saying, like, you don't want to drink and drive ever. That's, like, the general recommendation. Absolutely, yeah. Also, if it were to happen, if there's an emergency or some horrible thing happens where you do find yourself behind the wheel... Don't create more evidence against yourself by admitting things, opening your mouth, saying you've been drinking anything. Everybody always says two sips or two beers or one beer, Mm -hmm. maybe two. And everyone always says that. From from point oh five eight that I've got on trial on Monday and all the way up to point I think I got one right now. It's like a point three four my highest one, which is pretty damn high. mm mm-hmm. um, So, yeah. I mean, everybody always, what I'm getting at is everybody says that they had a very small amount of drink. So
0: don't ever be honest.
1: I would just not open my mouth. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, do, you don't have to say anything. You have the right to remain silent at all times. You need to tell them your name, date of birth, address, all that's on your driver's license. Hand me your driver's license. Don't say anything. If they feel like they need to make an arrest, let them make the arrest. Uh, but And then would, call you. And then call me immediately. <laughs> Absolutely,
0: I'm glad to know this. I just, yeah. I don't know. I guess there's just
1: it just hasn't happened to you yet.
0: Well, don't say yet.
1: It just hasn't happened to you.
0: There we go. <laughs> I was gonna say I was like, no. It's like I, know, I, I,
1: admit, I as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, no. Wait, I didn't. Mean. I did not mean to do that. Yeah, but I'm no. just saying like it happens to people, and I've seen people that are very uh, pro police that think I'm crazy and all this, and then they call me because it happens to their son or it happens to somebody else and then they start figuring out, you know, I, I explain a lot of this to my clients and I, I'm not the type of attorney that just shows up and like, ah, here's, here's the deal. You're going to take it. It's good. Yeah. I, I want my clients to like know everything Mm -hmm. about what I'm doing and what the evidence looks like and what my judgment calls are and where they come in and kind of lean one way or the other. And so, uh, Yeah essentially my clients are going to be mostly educated on this. And uh, I think if you talk with any of them, they're going to say the same thing. Like, yeah, I learned my lesson on this. It's not going to happen again. I'm not going to drink and drive." Cause that's a big thing. Is like the way I get the best possible deals, I think is convincing the prosecutor that it's not going to happen again. And the way I convince them of that is by really doing my absolute best to make sure they never do this again. Yeah. Right? Just think of other options, man. I mean, there are some people that just, they, have a weird compulsion to drink and drive, but most people, when they get arrested, holy shit, they are not... I would be terrified. They are not going to do it again. They are like, oh my God, that was the worst thing ever.
0: I was like, so whenever you go into the jails ever to... Do you ever go in there to get your clients?
1: uh, I've been in there to uh, get my clients and... also in there not to get my clients.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I was just curious because like what is... To, I've what never is jail been... What does feel yes, or like what, what is, happens yeah. after they
1: arrest you? So after they arrest you, uh, they... Uh, Do if you get a
0: bologna sandwich? Uh,
1: eventually. Yeah.
0: I just... Depending I just, on
1: timing. Everything
0: yes. to me is just on TV. So I have no idea.
1: It's actually pretty accurate. It depends on which jail. If you go to like some little small... Uh, municipal jail. Like uh, one of my buddies went to Benbrook, and he's he said that they brought him Jack in the Box. which Where is
0: Benbrook jail?
1: Benbrook, uh, like West Twenty. That's what I'm trying to think is minutes. like.
0: I'm no, I know it's, where Benbrook is, but I'm like, I'm trying to think small, of where it's it a is. It's a small
1: jail. There's not a lot of people in there. But he went in there, and they he said
0: they brought him he, Jack in the Box.
1: He woke up, and they had a, like Jumbo Jack Breakfast Jack or something like that for him, and he's like, cool. <laughs> And they just sort of, uh, most of the time what happens if it's Class C misdemeanor, like you got a public intoxication in whatever little Westover Hills or whatever, I don't know, whatever city you were in, they'll usually just take you in to the drunk tank, essentially, hold you there for a while until they think that you're not intoxicated and release you the next day. But it so was, do
0: you get any charge for that?
1: But if it's Class B misdemeanor and above, oh, okay. that's when you have to go get checked into, I don't know, Broke or whatever, municipal jail, Then they transfer you over to Tarrant County, which takes forever. And then it also takes forever to get booked in. And then you're officially inside the jail of Tarrant County. And then a magistrate is supposed to set a bond. Whenever they set a bond. Is
0: Tiger King still in our jail?
1: He's in federal prison, and oh. I'm really sad I didn't represent him. I was going to say, I was I like, I like thought I,
0: he was in ours for a while, wasn't he?
1: He was in, yes, there's a federal custody that's in Fort Worth, and I really, it was oh, like man. borderline unethical for me to go visit him without representing him, but I was just like...
0: I That would have been a match made in heaven.
1: I know. Absolutely, I agree. I felt like I should have been then. And so I wrote I him a long, detailed letter, and like right when I sent him... Did it, you I thought, really? Yeah. I, I wanted to help him out. Now, here's the thing. There was a lot of... Uh, eventually one of my friends ended up representing him. Stop. Uh, I don't know exactly what happened with that, but, uh, I think he's still there. So, uh, but yeah, I wanted to represent him. Uh, he had gone through, I think a lot of attorneys. And so that's like that. if you go through one attorney, that's a pretty tremendous red flag that something, especially if it's, I know the attorney and I know that they're good or not unsatisfactory, then I'm like, that's a pretty that's a red flag, but, you know, I can ignore a red flag if the mm-hmm. circumstances are right. There could be some kind of miscommunication or something like that. But if you go through, like, 9 or 10 or 11, however many you had, there's, there's something. Something's... I shouldn't get involved with in that case. So I'm glad okay. that nothing ever happened with that. But then again, at the same time, God, I wanted to uh, hang out with Tiger King.
0: I was like, I... like, I'm innocent.
1: <laughs> I'd be like, I know you are. I will do everything for you to the bottom of my heart.
0: <laughs> That really would have been, like, a match made in heaven.
1: He didn't know. So, okay,
0: so sorry, I got distracted because of Tiger King. But, okay, so say I end up in jail, they're going to take all of my belongings,
1: correct? Yep, and if you were an asshole to the cop, he's probably going to leave your phone on. If you were uh, polite and cooperative or silent, which is the best, the last one, Mm -hmm. you're nice and silent, he's probably going to turn your phone off because most, most cops are people and they're not dickheads and...
0: But what uh, do you mean, why is it better for them to turn your phone off just so then like if people start battery, to reach you?
1: You have battery when you oh. get out of jail. And so you're not just released to the downtown, uh, basically like the zombies. No, coming. it really is.
0: <laughs> They're Just driving <laughs> down, I what mean, is I, that, Weatherford?
1: Yeah. I mean, I live, yeah. I live there in the first place that goes, mm-hmm. uh, 7-Eleven down there. And yes. I used to go to that 7-Eleven just for the chaos. That
0: 7-Eleven is terrifying.
1: Oh, yeah. You don't want to go there no. as with... Yeah, if you don't want to go no, there, is like, there, that's terrifying. the end of the sentence. It's nuts in there. I feel like
0: they're in the Taco Bell.
1: Yeah, the Taco Bell yeah. is pretty bad, too, because the 7-Eleven, uh, which I understand why this happened. They're like, mm-hmm. we don't have a restroom. Go to the Taco Bell across the street. Oh, <laughs> so, like, no. like, everybody just yeah. right, right over the Taco Bell. So, it's like, uh, basically, people get released from jail in, like, groups. Mm-hmm. And so, like, a group of people at any point in time are going down there. But they did start playing classical music down there. Blaring it.
0: Wait, at the Seven Eleven?
1: Yes. Stop. And it kind of actually seems like it's calmer there. I mean, occasionally there's still like a broken window, and but I mean, the classical music I've heard works for calming people down. And every time I go over there, I'm like, hmm, this is some nice, <laughs> this is some good classical music right Honestly, here. I feel very calm. <laughs> I like
0: how they're like trying to combat <laughs> just everyone
1: coming I hope out that of there. On the playlist, it's never going to play that one. It's like dun da, da, nah, nah, <laughs> dun 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 dun. I was like, fuck. I'm going to tip over all these tables and break some windows.
0: Oh, my gosh. I just now I kind of want to go down there but just a, to experience it. I have a friend it.
1: that works there, and he's just every day, he's just, <laughs> just like be a window broke it out or something tipped over. I'm like, that'll happen here. He's like, God, just insert some fucking crazy story. It's, so many, it's done like five times. Like, Do you
0: just leave your business cards there?
1: I mean, like, I don't. Necessarily want those guys as clients. I mean, I mean like it—it it depends. I mean, I'm happy if they can hire me. I just imagine that they probably can't. And then also it becomes like a mental health uh, issue, which is yeah. a lot. I mean, when I used to take appointed cases, it was most of it was mental health issues. Uh, but uh, yeah, that guy's just sitting there, just like he's not phased by much. But every once in a while, he's just like. Oh. <laughs> It was a bad one today. I would be
0: stressed. Yeah. I can only imagine what he goes to. Seven Eleven 7-Eleven
1: is the classic place to, uh, you know, go raise hell. Uh, there was somebody I went there yesterday. Actually, this is the other 7-Eleven I went to, which is not as bad, but there's still some Wait, other... Wait,
0: the one further down, like by 121?
1: No. Or it's, where? If you're going at, like, around Summit, I think. Summit West 7th. Oh, right by,
0: okay. Yes, yes.
1: Right by uh, mm-hmm. Firestone. And so that one is not as bad because that first... It's a little walk. Yeah, it's a little bit of a walk and it's not just the very first lit place after you're released Mm -hmm. from jail and then the bright lights just bring you like a moth straight over there. Like, oh, here we go. I need a phone charger, a beer, and restroom, and another beer, and I need it now. And then like that's a a group of people all coming in all at once. But yeah, he... uh, I was at that one, and there's less conflict there, but I did, uh, there was one person that walked in. <laughs> so funny. They walked in very quickly. And the guy was like, Hey! Get out of here! You know you're not supposed to be here! And they just, like, quickly did, like, a pirouette turn around and then just walked right out. And I'm like, He's just, like, That's like the seventh time I've told them.
0: You know the stories have to just be so good.
1: He said that one, uh, he said, yeah, she kept coming in here without a shirt on, <laughs> and ste And because I, I asked, I was like, "What? What was that about?" And he's like, "Just, just." And I was like, "A lot of things." He's like, "Yeah, stealing and taking your shirt off, and just everything." She and she, knew she's not supposed to be here.
0: Can't you just imagine like the camera footage though, and why it's not compiled into like a show?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it would be. It would be pretty chaotic. I mean, a lot of it would just be like, oh, I'm going to pocket this 40-ounce. And it kind of already is. I think there's a couple of little criminal shows, but uh, most of it's just, maybe you have to hear the... I
0: mean, yeah. Someone's interpretation is pretty...
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, Snoop Dogg has that exact show that I've appeared on. Um, Wait, what? He has a show... I didn't know this. Yeah, he has a show that he's uh, done where he, like... Watches criminals doing dumb criminal things and then comments on it because Snoop Dogg can comment on anything.
0: Oh, I agree.
1: And uh, yeah, that was an interesting one. I shot a whole video just for him.
0: Wait, what'd you do? How? What did you get to meet him?
1: Uh, no, didn't get to meet <gasps> him. Oh, crush. And uh, actually, kind of went the uh, it went away that I was uh, a little bit sad about. So check this out. So I, sh- I got word from some. Producers of whatever show this is, I think it was uh, maybe Peacock, NBC, okay. probably the same thing. NBC, Peacock.
0: I thought my, Peacock was a streaming station. Uh, I have no idea.
1: But whatever it was, uh, the producers from that network reach out to me and they're like, "Hey, do you want to be on this show?" And they described it. I was like, "Fuck yeah, I do, absolutely." And they're like, "Okay, here's what we need from you. We need like." A 30-second to one-minute video. Make sure you hold it, your phone sideways that says why you want to be on it. I was like, fuck that. I'm making a whole video. <laughs> and so I made this... There's there's several commercials or videos that I have not released for various reasons.
0: I uh, mean, I think you should do that. And
1: this is, this is one of them. I made this full-blown uh, video where I was talking to Snoop Dogg directly about why I should be on the show. Mm-hmm. And it was mostly discussing like his, I don't, a lot of people don't know this, but he's been charged with murder mm-hmm. and was acquitted uh, for some dumb shit. He was in a, a Jeep with some of his friends. And I think one of his friends, it wasn't even him, one of his friends in the Jeep shot at somebody, but they were already like shooting him. It was a clear self-defense case. Uh, But still it got, and he got acquitted. Uh, But still it's like a bad thing to like get arrested yeah. for murder. Right. If you're like, handling all these random big brands that's not something you want to come out and i maybe didn't recognize that fact i was like i was like man i've i've read so much about snoop dogg i've read books from other people like i've read a bunch of stuff about snoop dogg done a lot of research i love this guy and i just i've been listening to his music for since i was like i don't know 13 14 years old when i found it and so i made this video and it was basically mostly about like uh Snoop Dogg, we've got a lot in common. We've both (laughs) been wrongfully arrested. And so, and so it was all about the arrest, all about the murder case. And I think there's one time where I was like wearing like a Johnny Cochran outfit and I was like, murder was the case. And there was like a big ass girl just twerking on my desk as I was talking to this. And I was like, this, I was like, this fucking video is perfect. And so I sent it over and I was like, so excited. I was like, I can't wait. Snoop Dogg's gonna fucking love this. He's gonna bring, I'm gonna be a fucking host on the show. And so I don't even know if he ever saw the original version because the response I got was they, they got back to me and they were like, your video made us all laugh so incredibly hard. We couldn't breathe. However, uh, can you redo it with like, he's not trying to like get out the whole murder thing out there. So, and I was like, the whole video was all about the Like wrongful, wrongfully charged for murder. I was like, fuck, I don't, okay, I'll re-edit it. And so I tried to re-edit it and it just didn't quite hit as hard and it wasn't, and it still sort of mentioned (laughs) the murder charge. And, uh, so anyway, I sent that over and they had me, I think they, I don't even know, I don't even think they actually had me on the get as a host. They just like played one of my videos and they asked, this is why I said it didn't work out. It made me kind of sad. So I feel like he didn't watch the videos because they played uh, some. They played one of my other commercials.
0: So he only just saw the final of everything. Probably. No, I,
1: I mean maybe. I don't even yeah. know if he saw that. I know. I'm pretty sure he did not see the original uh, version. Or I think he would have loved it. I yeah. personally think he would have liked it a lot. But if anything, he saw the cut version, and uh, or maybe I don't know. He, there's a chance he did see all this and was like, "Fuck this guy." <laughs> But he saw one of my videos and they're like, all right, uh, it was uh, Jim Jeffries and Snoop Dogg and uh, another one or two people. And I'm like, okay, okay, uh, so would you hire him, Snoop Dogg? And he's like, fuck no. And I was like, okay. And then, But then Jim Jeffries was like, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I think I'd hire him. It really depends on the type of charge. Uh, if it's a disorderly conduct, for example, that might be a good that might be a good lawyer for you.
0: I need to find this show immediately.
1: It's, I don't know, Snoop Dogg crime show. I'm sure it'll pull right up. Okay,
0: well, we're going to definitely have to share some episode episodes. Episode one. And Stop, Ed. is it really the first episode? I think so. Oh, my gosh. I'm and so then excited.
1: One of my buddies, Adam Raposa, uh, here, you got you know who Adam Raposa is? Mm-mm. Oh, shit. I'm going to make your day after <laughs> this. So, Adam Raposa is a wild man, and he's... uh. His videos are just as crazy as mine, if not crazier. Okay. He's down in Austin, and he does a lot of the same stuff I do, like DWI stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he'll do higher-level charges much like I will, but that's his main focus, and he's he's out of control, and he's out of control.
0: Does he have, like, a handle? Like, you're the law hawk, so does he have anything?
1: Uh, He has everything. He's called—he has changed his name legally <laughs> to— uh, To Adam, what? Adam King— Blackwell reposted because he got into a fight with the ethics committee that I've gotten into a fight a couple times with. Oh. Except he posted all the, he recorded and posted all the videos of him f- bickering with the ad review committee and then posted that as an educational video on Stop. why.
0: Stop. Oh, God. And my then gosh. He, there'd be
1: other videos where he's just like on his desk in his tidy waddies <laughs> with his uh, wife or girlfriend just like spraying baby oil all over him. He's just like, I'm the best. I'm the best there's ever been. And then, like, so that's the video he sent in to the ethics committee. And, they're like, you can't actually say that you're the best because uh, you can't, you have to have objectively verifiable data under 10.02 B subsection two. Do you, like, you ever
0: get annoyed being a lawyer when there's stuff like that?
1: Yes, a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, stop being a nerd. <laughs> like, it's just funny. And they, they would, they fought me on uh, a lot of my videos. The first one, they successfully, I was like, Got to take it down. So I had to take out down the first one. Second one is the one that everyone thinks is my first. Okay. Uh, where I'm busting through a wall and yes. saving a house party. Essentially, there's like a puppy and my best friend Nick Butts, who's uh, abandoned me for China. Uh, and then uh, the third one, yeah. I mean, I think I labeled that one commercial number three. But uh, so they fought me on number one uh, because there was some. There was one time where I like looked over and I was like, Law Hawk, and they were like. Um, this could cause confusion as to who the person is that is the Lawhawk. This could cause confusion with the listener or viewer. And I was like, right, the sentence before that. I said, I'm Brian Wilson. They call me the Lawhawk. And he's like, yeah, but you need every single time that you you say the, the Lawhawk, you need to also say your name and it's typed.
0: Oh my gosh. It
1: needs to be typed in the same font and format and, and typeface and size.
0: Oh my gosh, I that's, would lose that's my who, mind. I know,
1: I know. So every time, like it's not a creativity mm-hmm. problem with, I mean, lawyers for the most part aren't that creative or I don't know, sometimes they are. But uh, why you're not seeing more lawyer videos is kind of because of that reason is you got to deal with the ad- advertising review committee. Well, because ha- you had like you the Texas it.
0: hammer and...
1: You have to submit the commercial. You have to wait I had no days. idea you had to do you that. To, oh, it's a, such a fucking pain. It's not like I just shoot something and, and upload it. And so the first one they uh, they required me or maybe do as much as I could uh, because I think my editor put it up on his YouTube page uh, made me take it down as best I could and then second one they tried to fight me on that one uh, because there was somebody that pulled out their phone and looked at it and they were like, uh, "They're like um, this is an actor or model portraying a client of their 4.02." B subsection seven and it's like are you serious like it, they just do that kind of stuff they would just pull something out of their ass just have you ever just, like
0: fought any of it oh
1: i fought that one okay and i fought that one and ended up winning and so released it went fine and that's that was the second one and it kind of i don't know it got uh it got good results but not by my standards i mean i thought it was gonna take me like 10 to go viral it only took the third one went viral as fuck, mm-hmm. but I thought it was going to take like 10. The second one kind of flopped over, and of course, I had all the lawyers, especially local, especially in Texas, they were like, this guy's ruining the practice of law. Oh, I didn't go to clown college. I joined a profession. These are quotes they <laughs> would say in emails, <laughs> which is so funny. And uh, so th- the third one, I was like, okay, I can tuck my tail between my legs or I can like Amped this shit up and go yeah. a lot crazy. And of course, I amped it up and it went a lot crazier. And on that one, I intentionally threw in a scene that I thought they would protest because I had the backup ready to go with that scene missing. Okay. And so I intentionally threw in a, a scene that I thought they were going to have a problem with. and It was the one where I was like, Brian Wilson, El Halcón de la Ley. And I was like, We're in a Mexican wrestler, Max. And, you know, I was like, Okay, they're going to, they're going to, Pull, there's one random ass rule out here they're gonna be like well you didn't actually um, say on the commercial that you speak Spanish fluently and so that <laughs> can be a uh, could be a problem because you're suggesting at least that you speak Spanish fluently so I thought they were gonna have a problem with that and uh-huh. I intentionally threw it in there for them to have a problem but then they didn't say anything really I mean I had I had also like I'd been on like a few different news stations that the second one, like I started going on the news a little bit maybe mm-hmm. like started being like, this guy's fucking crazy. We're going to talk to this guy. I was like, yeah, you do.
0: Do you think eventually they're just kind of like, we're just going to let him do it?
1: Well, I figured out a, I I figured out a hack. Actually. Oh, you did? Yeah. What? Uh, This is the first thing I don't want to talk about. Oh, okay. Um, I'll tell you privately, but okay, perfect. I figured out, a, I figured out, I uh, probably mentioned it a couple times, but uh, I've kind of figured out like, you know,
0: Fuck, fuck the other attorneys rooms.
1: Fuck the other attorneys Don't yeah. need to help them out If they want to call me yeah. up And I know them Or if they want to call me up And be respectful I'm happy to help them out But uh, I don't know I don't really want to help out uh, The Or like the fucking The Loctopus Or like the fucking uh, Lost a lot Or like whatever the fuck Kind of name
0: Please and tell me those
1: are real it, No I just made oh, I just made those, them up well, The Loctopus lo- lo- lo-
0: would be great
1: I know I don't know why I somebody would love has, that. I don't know why somebody I have so many of these By the way <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I mean, I thought about a lot of them. Yeah. And Loctopus is a great one, by the way. Viewers at home or listeners, are like Octopus. Where's that person out I've got eight hands of justice. <laughs> like it'd be so fucking funny. I lo- like do that shit. Uh, Lost lot has been claimed by my uh old uh intern assistant who went to law school and became an attorney. I was, and she's a Lost a lot, which hmm. works. Like a little tiny feisty cat.
0: I mean, I love it. I think it's great. Why do you think that there's so much, like, backlash on it, though? Like, obviously, yes, the law is important and whatever else, but why does no one want to bring any type of humor to it? Like, you can have fun and, like, advertise. You have to get creative to make yourself stand out.
1: It's uh, old, conservative, mostly white men... That are balding. But like uh,
0: they're all gonna probably be gone in a yeah, couple years. And then so, it'll like, be like what not the fuck.
1: And then it'll be not that big of a deal. It actually was good timing. And at first I was very much like, what the, like I just had no idea the, the hatred and backlash and shit was coming. Mm-hmm. I had no clue. I was like, this is funny. I'm gonna release it. <laughs> Everyone's gonna love it. It's gonna be great. But they hated it. I now see kind of I can reflect a little bit and I think that it's just them viewing it as like new competition. Like, fuck this guy. He's like gonna more be more intimidated. Gonna try to, he's gonna try to be a nickname lawyer right out you know, because I opened up my firm right out of law school. Yeah. Um, and I think that maybe it was they viewed it as competition or jealousy or or I don't know. I mean, competition or jealousy is what some people have said to me, and I generally agree with it. At first I was just like, You're all a bunch of nerds, like and thought that they really did believe this stuff that they were saying, like I didn't go to Clown calls. I joined a joint of profession, and I want it to be a very strictly operated and ethically regulated profession. And if anybody tries to have any kind of fun, I'm gonna have a problem with it. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why are they people? Why are they acting like this? But really, I think it's probably just like jealousy that uh, something like that was happening. And uh you know, I, I guess that's what it is. I mean, there's a time when I, there's an attorney that I won't mention, but. I was very, very annoyed because they came up with something after I did mine and I felt like it was a little bit like trying to gather up people that thought that was the guy that did all the crazy commercials. Oh. I mean, there was like something where he like <laughs> went through a wall and it was like, it, I mean, it was very similar. It was like went through mm. uh a wall, which I love breaking through walls. I mean, I've loved to break through walls long before I became just casual attorney. things, yes, like smashing shit, breaking through walls is fun. But his was with child bricks, and I just that was wait,
0: the, what
1: that was the part that annoyed me, like you know, like
0: the like little stackable little, things, yeah.
1: like oh. mm, I like did that, and I was like, fucking lame. Like I oh, hope nobody, I hope nobody like sees that and thinks. I that's... just feel
0: like I need everyone. If you're listening right now, you need to pause and go watch a commercial first, <laughs> and then continue so you truly know what they're, we're talking
1: about. They're out of control because
0: you've done like jumps on like the mini motorcycle, yeah,
1: mini motorcycle jumps. I mean that's common. I love doing. It's like stuff on
0: the lake. Uh, um, I'm I trying to think of what job. else that was like yeah. one of the
1: scariest things that oh, I believe didn't, that it doesn't seem like it's uh, I don't know. I watched the footage again I'm like, why was I so scared by this but like I that was a time where I was very frightened by this stunt. Sometimes I write what happens. I sit there and I'm like fucking Oh yeah, that's a good stunt. Oh, hell Yeah, and then I'll do this thing and then I'll blow up the firework in my hand and like I draw I like start drafting everything And it becomes a script and I start planning and like get all the materials together and then I don't really consider the danger of it until I'm, like, right about to do it. I'm like, holy fuck. I'm going to put an artillery show in this guitar and hold it over my head. This thing could just explode and really fuck me up. And so I, at that point, that's when uh, I reach out to usually my dad. He's, I was going to
0: say, do you have, like, an attorney on standby to be like, tell me if this is a bad idea? No
1: no attorney. First attorney in the family. Uh, I, I don't think I have... Ever had to reach out to an attorney about something? I probably should reach out to an attorney for this next one I'm going to do. But <laughs> <laughs> honestly, but usually I call my dad. He's a structural or he, aerospace structural engineer for Lockheed for many, many years. And so, and he's very risk averse. And so, oh, perfect. Yeah. And so I tell him, I'm like, hey, dad, I'll call him usually at the scene, sweating. And I'm like, hey, uh, I'm going to put, uh, you know, those artillery shells you put inside like a little tube and it shoots up in the air like and then like pow boom you know and he's like well yes i do and i'm like okay so i'm gonna put one of the, i'm gonna jam one of those into a guitar and i'm gonna light it and then i'm gonna hold over my head do you think i'm gonna die or like <laughs> is this gonna be something where you know like it just it, what's my fear here is it shrapnel like is it getting in my eyes and he's like i hope you have your affairs in order and that was his exact quote that he said to me. He's like, I hope you, I hope you have your affairs in order. And I was like, all right, okay. Like, I'm gonna die. I get it. But like, what can I do to like maybe make this like not as violent to my face? And he's like, well, test it. And I'm like, okay, I have one. So guitar- you
0: need two guitars. I
1: have one guitar here. Okay, and it's it's gonna happen. So <laughs> what's the next thing? He's like, I don't know. Wear a helmet or something. Did you wear a helmet? I didn't. I had a foam cowboy hat. (laughs) (laughs) It's good enough. Close enough. It's fine. He's like, well, just anything between your skull, I suppose that'll help with the debris. And usually he's like confused at the end. Do you
0: normally have like EMS or someone on standby? (laughs) No. 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 You know, I could give you some people's numbers to just like...
1: I I mean, what are they they, going to... But they they could just
0: like be there to like watch and hang out and then also maybe render aid.
1: Occasionally, like, usually the commercials are kind of a... Have you ever been to one of my commercials? No. No, the only
0: one I had was T-Rex Night, where I have you running down the hallway.
1: Oh, my God. Like
0: sliding, and I think, was Nick Nick in his underwear?
1: I mean, like half of us were, I'm sure, at some point. Uh, I was like,
0: it gets hot in there. So. I remember
1: Nick got Nick really busted his ass ate bad. Shit. I have that video, by the way. I mean,
0: you do? Did you like finish it? Do you want to see it? Yes, absolutely. We might need to like include. No, I just it. have
1: a clip. Like, oh, okay. The clip of him like running. I don't even know what we were doing. I think we shot. Sometimes when we get uh, dealt with a commercial, and usually a lot of people were half drunk, and then uh, I
0: think I ran into y'all at like. Uh, we're like, let's
1: keep shooting stuff Yeah. until we pass out and.
0: Where we were somewhere on seventh, and I ran into you, and I was like, "I just got a T Rex costume," and then you were like, "Let's go make a commercial," and I was like, "Done, let's go."
1: Yeah, we did. We. Uh, I don't think there was a commercial out of that. We were just making no, silly just, silly videos, and uh, I do remember Nick butts busted his ass so yes. bad. You can hear his whole. Uh, and yeah, he was he was bad after that. He like
0: he oh, I believe kind of
1: injured himself a little bit after that, but it was very funny though. Yeah, so so true story.
0: No, I just, I don't know. I think it's just very interesting how you've kind of like turned your career into something so large because then you also, a lot of people don't know about the Super Bowl commercial as well.
1: That that was, yeah, that was wild. Uh, Did you get approached or did
0: you like enter something and be like, let me do this for y'all?
1: No, it was, uh, I have done that before and it's worked. Like the approaching other people, but Mm -hmm. this particular one, It was, uh, the third commercial had just gone viral. It was just timing. Really, really good timing. Oh, that's good. Um, third commercial went, uh, super viral. I started appearing on, like, new, like, news networks, like, all over the place. And, uh, Taco Bell was doing a commercial where they wanted to feature, like, you know, whatever kind of, uh, people were going viral now, essentially. And so, they, they called me and left a voicemail that, I had, so, I mean, like, because of all the other shit that was going on, it was like bottom of the list that somebody had called and said that they were with Taco Bell and wanted to do a Super Bowl commercial. Bottom of my two That's list. crazy. And my assistant, thank God, uh, he called him back and he like knocked on the door and was like, come out here. I was like, what? And he's like, he's like, I have the distinct honor and privilege of telling you that actually was Taco Bell and they really do want to do a Super Bowl commercial with you. I was like, what the fuck? We just were both yelling out there. And so that's kind of the way. That happened, but uh, initially, this is how ballsy I was. I hope I'm still this ballsy. I hope I still have uh, some of this in me. But they, uh, they basically sent me the script. Okay, and this is a Taco Bell Super Bowl commercial, right? It's like it'll, it would play mm-hmm. like, you know, I think most places. I think they divvied them up over like South, West Coast, North, maybe Midwest, but it would play all over the South, which is where I kind of would prefer to go and they're going to put a big budget behind it. It's going to be a great thing. Right. So they sent me the, so what should have happened probably is I should have just said, Oh, I'll do whatever you guys say. But I was like, Hey, send me the script. And they sent me the script and I just redlined it up. I just was like, no, that's fucking lame. <laughs> and I like wrote up new stuff and I was like, yeah, this is I'll be like, Oh, this is a really good one. And so I came up with all these lines. And so thankfully I, because I knew I was kind of like pushing it, and they could just be like ah uh, fuck off we'll go find somebody else i took videos in my friend's backyard mm-hmm. and i just was like yelling the lines i came up with like i'll take the case the case is from and so like i would take that video and which is crazy i'm just sitting yeah. in a t-shirt and a shorts in the middle of a, a shitty backyard at a table but i would like take that and i i so i redlined it up and i sent it back to him but i sent it to him with the video attached and they, they liked it. There was some that they're like, "Dude, we can't do that. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> like, we'd have to. We can't just close down a Taco Bell because like one of my ideas is like come up, like on a mobilized debt. Like basically, they yeah, like have me zoomed in like I'll take the case, and then they zoom out, and I'm just like at a desk in a drive-through with all the other cars like honking, be like, <laughs> like the case is am live- like, how did I get the desk there? Like, what mm-hmm. how long have I been holding up this fucking line? Why is that many people not figured of- anyway? They're like, we can't close in a whole but a lot of the ideas they did take, and they also were like, also, do you want to be on the national commercial? Be like, uh, yes. And I, was like, I was like, fuck, fuck yes, I do very much. Please. <laughs> and yeah, so that was that was really cool. And then uh now everyone's like, When's the next Super Bowl commercial? And I'm like, motherfucker. I mean, I'm trying. Okay, let's let's see. It took, Who would I took be a little your
0: hiatus. ideal like next Mountain
1: business?
0: Dew. Oh, okay, I could Mountain see Dew,
1: that. Mountain Dew and I need to do something together. I've kind of always thought that. I used to uh, be very very obsessed with it. Uh, I've taken a break. You know, Mountain Dew hadn't responded to all my messages.
0: You're little sad, a little yeah, violent. I'm like
1: a, I'm like a, yeah, a little bit sad. Like you got Mountain Dew. You have no idea what I could do for you and what you could do for me. Well, I know what you can do for me. It's brought me all the way through high school. It used to be my thing. It's just chugging. I I think there's at least one time I got written up that was like, I told Brian not to drink Mountain Dew in class, and he chugged a 24-ounce in front of everyone and smashed it on his head. (laughs) So little do they know. They don't know this yet. What a
0: dream of a child to have in class.
1: Oh, man. I was. I mean, like we were all good-natured, but we were loud and rowdy and, yeah, pretty much out of control for the most part.
0: I mean, it's gotten you here, so
1: which I'm okay. Why not? With. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I
0: was like, I think you're doing great.
1: Well, thank <laughs> you. You know, I, you I might as well
0: it. just keep it going. Yeah, I'm. So, is can we have like an estimation for the next commercial?
1: Like on when it's going to happen? Yeah. Or, uh, Give I the people
0: the, on Corks and Cowtown an inside peek.
1: I have the script almost done. Mm-hmm. I have the location. I've got to figure out who is shooting it and probably let it cool down a little bit because the place I am gonna shoot it last time I visited it was like a hundred and five in there.
0: Oh, I believe
1: that. And so and that was at like mostly nighttime. Around I mean the temperature estimation, it was just an estimation, but it was pretty damn hot in there and it was nighttime and I think that it should be filmed in the daytime. But I've got some really funny shit. I just, I know this one's gonna be funny. The thing that I'm curious about is like, do I shoot this for YouTube or do I shoot it for TikTok?
0: Do and both. You did say I, you just got a TikTok. You I, joined the Tiki Talkie world. Uh, <laughs> I love why,
1: TikTok. Why can you children not just, you're gonna be on your phone anyway. Why don't you just like enjoy the, Curves and momentum and development of a full length video, you can't stare at your phone for more than 0.3 seconds if you have to just go to the next one, go to the next one. Like, fuck off. Just watch a whole thing. Anyway, that's my rant on TikTok. I just, I'm annoyed so by no it because, like, ads for TikTok are coming. I, I don't think so. I think I might release like some, like the punchiest, craziest scenes, uh, like, two seconds of it for TikTok, but uh, I mean, then again though, like there are other people that are sharing my videos on TikTok that are doing, I mean, it's getting a lot of attention every time they do it. So that that is what see? has convinced me. Yeah. is like, okay, well maybe they do kind of, maybe they would appreciate that. Uh, so that's the first time I've ever, for the longest time, I was like, whenever t- I'd ever see anybody that was on TikTok, it's just like, eh, eh, uh, 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 I can't stand that shit. I'm like... I get that. You have no idea what any... And then, like, the people, they're like, the TikTok... I'm a TikTok expert, especially... Like, i just heard stuff that they said about legal issues, and I'm like, oh, my God.
0: What do you think about the people that are, like, the TikTok attorneys that, like, voice things?
1: I don't... I don't... Well, I you're gonna... have no idea what... You'll
0: come and, like, figure it out. But there's, like, a couple that's on there, and I think they went to... Just kidding. I don't want to say where I think they went, because I'm not sure... But they give, like, if this is what truly happened, then this is what we would suggest.
1: That's not a bad idea. I mean... So,
0: I think it's very interesting because they typically take, like, news stories that are, like, trending. And they give you, like, a synopsis of, like, what happened and then what could potentially happen next.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty... That's a good solution. I mean, that's that's not bad. Uh, but the problem is... I think a lot of people will take that and then apply it to other things.
0: I believe that. Like
1: earlier today when we were talking about, that's why it's really hard for me to say, like if I were pulled over, what should I do? And it's like, how much did you drink? How long ago? How much did you eat? Mm-hmm. Uh, what? I mean, so that's why it's really hard to give generalized rules. But that's kind of what I do with my videos. Is I try to find something that is a big general rule that I keep seeing my clients fuck up on or keep getting calls about. And I'm like, this is so bad that this is an epidemic to where I need to like tell people about this. At least in my heart, I feel like I've told the public that this is an issue and I've had it happen with, you know, like you don't have to open up your door. Like, and I'd set up a factual scenario mm-hmm. that's correct. Of course people apply it to whatever, but like if people were uh, you know, cops are banging on your door for a house party. You know, yeah. you don't have to let them in. They probably mm-hmm. don't have a warrant. If they have a warrant, they can show it to you. With the third commercial, it was like, should I do the breathalyzer? Like, fuck no, never do the breathalyzer. Ever, ever, ever. I wouldn't even do it if I was completely sober. And then, uh, fourth one, you always have the right to refuse whatever test you want to do. Uh, Christmas commercial, first, uh, Lawhawk on ice. it was like, eh, maybe you shouldn't, you don't have to consent to searches if you don't want to. So on this one, I have noticed a lot of people getting arrested in their cars, sleeping off their alcohol. They'll okay. be like, hey, I'm going to, you know what? I'm not going to drive. I'm just going to like pass out of my car, but it's also Texas and it's either hot as fuck or that. cold as fuck. So what do I do? And I've just noticed it happening a lot where people were getting arrested for shit that they were not. Doing they were well,
0: isn't it that if like your keys are in the ignition,
1: that's a commonly held belief. But I yeah, was going to con- say, so keys t- in the t- ignition t- that. is a pretty big indicator that. So what it is is like
0: because they say like you had the intent to drive,
1: uh, kind of, sort of, yeah. almost, almost exactly. So you have to be operating a motor vehicle while intoxicated. So it's something a lot of times where we're not contesting that somebody was intoxicated, but we are saying that they weren't operating the motor vehicle, and so it's it's a factor driven. Okay, so it's like, okay, were they in the driver's seat? Was it reclined? Was a seatbelt on? Mm-hmm. Were there key- but a big thing is keys in the ignition. But nowadays, it's like, you know, Tesla, you could be just in your car with your keys and you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, but keys in the ignition is big, keys in the ignition and it's on, um, especially this like blaring, blaring radio, just in, and it's just like, yeah. My heart, my, my heart.
0: Like that state. would be a nightmare to wake up to.
1: Yeah. Uh, and are you in the middle of an intersection? Is your car a drive? Is your foot on the brake? What um, about like a
0: parking lot and you're in the backseat? That's seat. where
1: it starts getting parking lot backseat. I don't think you go to jail for a DWI. Okay. I think you go for a public intoxication as you should. Okay. So my belief... Uh, especially if you have a previous arrest for DWIs, like don't even get near your car with mm-hmm. your keys. But uh, I know how it is. Sometimes you're like shit happens and you're there, but you're, you don't plan on driving. So if you don't plan on driving, get into the back seat. Uh, and if you're going to have the keys and just without a doubt, do not be in the driver's seat with it on. Even if you're in a parking lot, even if you hadn't left and had no intention of leaving, I have cases like that where somebody did not, drive wasn't intending on driving but they're like oh fuck it's hot out here or it's another one is, yeah it's freezing oh my god and they had that they had they're going out clothes, but they also had a sweater on they were clearly sleeping in their car yeah and guess what the prosecutor's not dismissing the case and writing them an apology letter oh my gosh we are so sorry <laughs> yeah we <are> no. so <laughs> oh we are so sorry about all the arrests that happened no they're like fucking 20 months probation mm-hmm. and it's like well you make our decision easy we'll see a trial and so uh, those weren't directed at you. It was like... I'm
0: not offended. It's fine.
1: It's one prosecutor. There's one in that building.
0: Like one in Tarrant there's County?
1: one in the whole building. Out of like the hundred and something prosecutors, there's one that I'm like... Oh. I can't wait to go to trial. Oh, that's uh, exciting. Yeah. It'll be fun. Uh, but yeah. So that's going to be the lesson on this one is... Uh, if you're going to sleep in your car, sleep in the back seat, ideally with no keys. And the ideal result is back seat, no keys in the ignition, no keys anywhere. Uh, you know, not in a place where you could, because they say either operate the motor vehicle, which could mm-hmm. be something as simple as in a parking lot with your foot on the brake, which is so fucking lame, or in a position to immediately operate the motor vehicle.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha. So if you
1: could just put it into drive, mm-hmm. they could have probable cause. That doesn't mean that they can convict you at trial necessarily, but can they proceed to trial? Yeah. If you could immediately operate your motor vehicle. So that's why get, get your ass in the back seat. Really ideally just don't even turn the car on, but if you need yeah. to for, because you're going to die or ideally like, because you have a dog in the car and you don't want that to happen, like
0: turn your,
1: you know, get in the back seat. If you're what do you on.
0: think about all the people? Like, cause I think it's, tell me if this is right or not, but the people that have been leaving like pets or children in their vehicles. And then in Texas, I believe, I could be completely wrong, but you are allowed to smash the window and like <laughs> what is um, the deal with that? Because it, obviously it's Texas, it's hot as fuck. And so it's one of those things where you see it on the news a lot, yeah. but what is the circumstance? I think even there? before
1: it became uh it's been a while since I looked at that. I think that was a few years ago, mm-hmm. right? been a while since I looked at it, but assuming that's still the law, as I recall that uh, if you think that their uh, dog is about to die or something like yeah. that, you can rescue the dog, which I, th- I love that. I think that's cool as fuck. Uh, but my opinion has gotten a little bit hesitant because uh, I got a Tesla and there's like a dog mode that like keeps it cool inside yeah. for your dog. And now it's like, oh, fuck. Wait a minute. But don't they have like, the
0: little screen where it can say, like, my dad's coming back? Like, don't worry.
1: There's nothing in the statute about that, though. Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: so if somebody wanted to be a dick and be like, well, I don't know how Teslas work. You got a hammer? All right, let's smash this motherfucker. <laughs> and then what happens to muffins? Like, I don't want anything oh, to happen.
0: muffins. Muffins. I was like, you you have two, right?
1: Muffins and Bear. Yeah,
0: I was like, I thought yeah, so. Yeah, Muffins was the
1: original, yeah. but Bear. Uh, and Bear and I did not get along for a while. But as soon as he got neutered, he, he and I were cool. No. that's good it i never had that happen before like as soon as the dog gets neutered immediately just changed the personality best, the best dog ever no hiccups not even like just always smiling and happy and cuddly oh i was like, like what's this happening? little is this corgis what women are after like when they get married is it just like you just gotta like neuter just your guy a little it. bit and then mm-hmm. yeah and then he just turns into that
0: i mean i wouldn't be against that so <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie i was like it'd be nice
1: that makes sense. So,
0: The struggle is real. Well, I know that we definitely need to have you back on. I'd love um, to be back because I know this episode is going to draw up a lot of questions, okay. which I love. And so Do we're people all type about in the
1: questions. Or oh yeah, it, people
0: write in all the time. Okay, so I'm curious about that. I'm very excited because then we can really grill you with everything. Oh
1: man, I'm I'd love to be grilled.
0: I was like, it it makes me happy that you're someone who's okay with that.
1: I mean, like I'm I'm, I'm chicken breast, put me over, like we're good. <laughs> I love it. I okay, almost said so, sausage, but I was like, no, I'm not going to Not a that. sausage?
0: No, no. Okay. Well, so this is the one other question I did have for you before we go into how everyone can find you, and I guess it kind of goes along with it, is say you are arrested
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they take all of your belongings, including your phone. How are you calling an attorney?
1: It depends on the jail, but let's say it's your scenario, they take everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Usually what they do is... Are we talking misdemeanor or felony? I don't
0: know. Something where they need to call you directly.
1: So, uh, how are they
0: going to call you? What's the best way?
1: I would say, generally speaking, there's going to be a bondsman list. Like, let's say it's a lot of times they'll let you out on a PR bond. Okay. A personal recognizance bond. If you've never been arrested before, you live locally and it's a misdemeanor case. Almost certainly you're going to be released on a PR bond. Okay. Um, If they don't, which just takes a little bit longer, but you don't have to pay anything. It's just like, hey, you live here local, right? And you're not a total asshole. All right. And you're going to come back to court? Yes. We have an address for you? Okay. You you can go ahead and leave then. And they'll let you out a few hours later. But um, there's a lot of bondsman numbers inside the jail, and they will give you a phone call. So they will
0: let you have like a phone list? Yeah.
1: Okay. And I would go with... uh, David Gallagher bail bonds or bail bonds by Camille, really any bondsman other than Big Bubba Bail Bonds. Uh, oh, fuck you! I don't mind calling you out because <laughs> you just are <laughs> such an asshole to multiple of my clients. Uh, so really, any bondsman out there is going to be fine, pretty much, other than them, uh, and just post the bond uh, or have a family member. I mean, there there are times where people get you know caught up and in, uh, in jail. It it does happen where I was like where where are they? what's going on? They're missing, mm-hmm. and usually we'll find them in jail at that point, yeah, but uh yeah, there is a way uh or you know a lot of times officers or people will just say, you know, do you need to get your any numbers out of your phone and just really just googling lawhawk or telling the officer to do that like they'll be pretty cool with you most of the time unless you were like screaming or resisting or assaulting or uh uh being I don't know, shitty in some way, but for the most part, they'll they'll be reasonable with you on that.
0: Okay. See, so. I wouldn't have known that. I figured I need to always have a phone number memorized.
1: Mm, no, I mean, uh, let me see here. I think my phone number is 817 4545 YOLO. So 4545 YOLO, if you wanna have a memorization tactic. But <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it. So good. But
1: uh, other than that, I don't know, just Google, just tell them to Google log or, you know, they'll let you out or you talk with a bondsman uh, and get out. Just Google log. I'll talk with you.
0: I love it. Okay. So you are going to be on TikTok.
1: Uh, I I have a TikTok Okay. So
0: you do have a TikTok so people can find you on TikTok. They can. And then you do have a YouTube. Oh, yeah. And then you have Instagram. And you have sort Facebook. Of, yeah, sort of. Sort
1: of. I mean, yeah. I don't really post much. I, I think really I've set up some automatic posting shit, but yeah, uh, for the okay. most part. I'd say you're going to see my new video, YouTube, maybe some TikTok videos, uh, by proxy, Instagram, uh, but and Facebook, but mostly YouTube. That's mm-hmm. where my favorite is. It's my favorite platform for
0: Perfect. Sure. Well, I can't say thank you enough for coming on today. Of course. First Happy of to all, help. I'm excited to see you, but then also I'm excited to hear everyone's reaction to all of this. (laughs) I'm
1: I'm very very excited. uh, I'm very excited to see what kind of (laughs) clip, because I've seen the clips, very well edited clips. I was like, Uh, that's
0: Paul. So thank God.
1: No, y'all do great. I was like, that's daddy
0: Paul. Is there anything else you want to tell anyone before we end?
1: Uh, If you get arrested, call the law hawk. And that's about it.
0: I love it. All right. Until next
1: time. Cheers.